What is good? Welcome to Spiritville Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life, and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good? Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. If you are new, welcome. We do a spirit-filled real talk. We call it Tune In Tuesday, so you can expect to hear a word every Tuesday that will be prophetic encouragement sometimes. It will be something that will strengthen your spirits and help you remain rooted and grounded in the truth as you are out in the arena because ultimately what we need is we need a strong core in the world. We need a strong inner life in order to face and rise above everything that challenges us in the world. So that is what you can expect here. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe, like, share, and when you do all of those things, not only does that help this message get out to more people, I will also give you a free gift. So you can go to julianapage.com under the podcast tab and fill out your information there and you will get an email from me with a free devotional. It's actually the devotional I've written called the God's Vibes Matter devotional. So you will get that free gift from me. So go ahead and do that. Also, if you've not already joined Courage Co., this is my reminder for you to do that. Courage Co. is a space that is off social media. It is a community with different levels of access to different things from totally free to a monthly membership and also a VIP mastermind. So there's different levels of access, but you can join completely free. You can get access to challenges that are forthcoming and also prayer calls that we do every other Wednesday. So you get access to all of the previous prayer calls, all of the recording, the notes, all of the things. You'll get different updates from me as well and just have the insider view of things that are going on. So go ahead and go join over there. I'll let you know that when you join, you do create an account because Courage Co. lives on an app. So you can access it from your phone, which is really great. And you can send direct messages to me there. And you can also access it from your computer, whatever you're most comfortable with, but you won't get all of the extra social media things that happen when you just, you know, go into the abyss of a scroll. (laughs) So this is definitely a different space, but you will create an account first. And once you create an account, then you'll be able to log in. There will be a main dashboard in a column on the left with all of the different options for you to look through. And the prayer calls are under a topic it's called topic actually. It's on a left side, left column. It's called topic. And then you'll find that there are the prayer calls in there. So go ahead and do those things and let's dive into this message. So I have been traveling. It's been literally a new place every week within the past three weeks. It's been really 
crazy and really exciting because God has definitely been on the move and doing all sorts of beautiful, wonderful things. And he's graced and anointed me to really just get out of the way and let him work, which has been fascinating. It has required me to operate at the highest capacity that I've ever operated, I believe, in my entire life, which is definitely something I am not used to. And it is neat to see how God is working. However, when I was on one of the most recent trips, a conversation was coming up with a woman about how she has desperately been trying to find safety and security within herself and how that is so hard and just emotional. And I was graced to offer encouragement and really pour into her in that situation. But I'll have you know, whenever somebody is able to offer wisdom to you, know that it has come from a place of deep pain, okay? So when somebody has wisdom to offer, usually it is coming from a place of deep pain. So while it may seem like it's just something that is known or freely given, that has come from warfare. That has come from contending. That has come from a fight. That has come from a lot of sacrifice, and it's a gift. So whenever somebody is pouring wisdom into you, Definitely express your gratitude and be present with that is what I have to say. However, I am reminded of a time where I just never felt like I had a home, quite honestly. So for those that don't know my story, I'm just going to give you some some plot points of examples. I do have different books that are written that you can find over at julianapage.com that shares more about my story, but I only share my story to offer encouragement and hope for other people. This is not something that I am still, you know, working on healing from or anything like that. I'm sharing my story to offer hope and encouragement and be an example of what's possible for other people, okay? So as early as 10, I really felt like I lost home and I didn't know what home meant. And so the situation that was the impetus for that for me or like your plot twist, if you will, or an inciting incident for all those that love film was that I found out when I was 10 that I was adopted. I was literally put on the phone with my birth mom and told that I was adopted. So my adoptive mom put me on the phone with my birth mom and said, your mom wants to talk to you. And I remember not knowing what that meant, but yet knowing that that was true. And how would that change my reality? And am I still going to school tomorrow? And like, am I safe here? Do I have to like work? Or like prove that I'm like worth keeping? Like what is this? Like it felt totally destabilizing, but I'm 10. So I don't have like the emotional capacity to handle something like that. I don't have the mental capacity to process that. And I didn't have a safe space to share what I was feeling. I felt completely exposed and displaced and rejected and abandoned and so many things that I didn't even have a language for. I didn't even have a vocabulary for. I didn't even have, again, the emotions to like fully feel what that means. Like I just didn't get it. So from that early age, I lost a sense of home. I lost a sense of safety, of security, of stability, of rest for my soul, right? Of just peace and contentment. Like I never knew what that was. Like I knew on the flip side, what anxiety is. I knew what being a high achiever is or being a perfectionist is or being codependent is or like just being useful. Like I knew what all those things were because I learned to survive in that moment. 
and I learned how to care for other people and just totally dismiss my needs to the point where I didn't even know who I was, what I needed, how to ask for what I wanted, didn't even know what I wanted, right? Like I had zero uh, inner work development. So, and I didn't have anybody being an example. Like my father at the time uh, was working all the time. And then my mother was struggling with alcoholism. So I was on my own to fend with myself. And I didn't have people speaking into my life and helping me develop and evolve other than teachers that are just expecting something from you. And then later in life, it turned into athletics. And I did have coaches and people that could see me and see my heart and see my drive and actually like speak some encouragement into me. But I didn't have a home. And so my next place of home felt like athletics. It felt like team. It felt like community. And that was such a blessing. And that was through my high school experience. But immediately when I went to college, it felt like I lost that. Not only did I lose my family of origin, because literally it was out of sight, out of mind. My dad had remarried the day after I graduated high school and just moved on. And I was just off to college. So it was like, well, she'll figure it out. This is just a transition. She'll figure it out. And while that makes logical sense, that's not (laughs) helpful. Uh, So I ended up working two jobs that summer, then went to college. And, you know, athletics weren't the same anymore in college. It was very much an individual sport versus team. And it was really hard for me to find my place. So I very much struggled to figure out who I was, why I was here, and what my life is supposed to be about in college. I was, you know, while other people are out having a good time and just like making the most of like their freedom, I was like, I don't feel free at all. I feel terrified. I don't know how I'm going to make a living, let alone a life. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this or what I'm gifted at or who I am. And it was so much like the weight of the world just felt like it was on my shoulders and I felt so alone and I didn't feel like anybody got it. Right. And so it wasn't until I was in graduate school that I actually met my very first life coach and she started asking me these questions that I had repressed and suppressed and didn't want to answer, just was trying to run from. And I remember thinking, man, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this woman, but I am actually more afraid, terrified even, of what's going to happen if I don't do this work. And if I don't start having answers to these questions for myself, because somebody else will have the answers. So my life is either going to be about just like running, building for other people Or it's going to be me showing up authentically in who I am, owning who that is, and doing the work that I'm on this earth to do. And I have to do the work to find that out. So I remember in in speaking with her, I really went on this voracious reading journey. I started reading like I've never read books in my life. I started doing this like deep inner personal development work. And then later in life, when I finally gave my life to the Lord, that is when... I actually found home. I got the realization that, you know what? Like when you cultivate this space with God in yourself, you experience the supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. You experience a calm that you've never met in your life. You start cultivating that as normal and you're able to take that environment and that experience with you everywhere you go. So for me, where I once wasn't able to even spend quiet time alone with myself without feeling like I needed to be busy and doing something and like checking off all the tasks, right? Like my nature, my wiring was to keep showing up and keep doing things. It was not to be quiet. It was not to, you know, 
never be quiet or be still. (laughs) So to get to that space and be like grace to be in that space and start developing a relationship with God and start hearing the still small voice and start being bold and courageous enough to listen to it and build my life on it and shut out all the noise and just literally go down this journey into the unknown, but know it's the right path and know that I'm being guided and know that I'm supported and know that I'm protected and know that I have armor, that I am safe, that I am secure and that I can live from that place and I don't have to go prove something. I don't have to go achieve something. I don't have to go figure something out. Like I literally can just be, and I'm worthy in just being, there's nothing I can do. That's going to go change my worthiness. There's nothing that I'm going to go create. That's going to change my worthiness. There's nothing, there's nobody that I'm going to go meet. That's suddenly going to make me feel more valuable, right? Like when I got to this place with God, where I was just encountering his peace and his presence and his love, I was like, this, this space, this is home. This is rest for my soul where I don't have monkey mind and my mind is going everywhere, where my emotions are actually stable and they're not like all over the place. I'm not processing or repressing or hiding anything. Like I just found life and healing and freedom for my soul. And there wasn't this like heaviness in my heart anymore. And it was amazing. And then I started to realize This same level of security and safety that I feel that I've never felt or experienced in my entire life, I now can carry that into these different environments, right? Like if I can go into a space and I don't have to prove anything, I show up as a very different human. If I can go into a space and just know that I was set there on purpose and I'm on assignment and I have authority, I'm going to show up and act like it versus like, oh, like what's going on? Or I don't know. And like very like wishy-washy. I became very certain and clear. And so while the situations or circumstances may change and they may be wildly uncomfortable, I can still come into them with safety and with security. And I can be home for myself. I don't have to go look for home. Like I'm it. I just come back to that place of home in myself where I get to meet with God. So there's the secret place that you can cultivate with God that is home. And you can find that everywhere. And it doesn't take time really to even even tap into it. You just have the awareness to get there. So what I wanted to offer, not only was part of this story and journey, which there's a ton to unpack there, and I'm just giving a few plot points. But what I started to realize was coming from Ephesians Six. It actually starts in verse 10, and I'm going to read part of this from the Passion Translation, but this is how home started being cultivated for me. One, knowing that I could access a peace, a supernatural peace that I wasn't going to go manufacture in yoga somehow, something that would be more lasting for my soul, that I could actually access that through relationship with God, right? There's a supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. This isn't something that I'm going to get. It's just something that I get to experience as often as I choose, right? So that was huge. But then also understanding spiritual warfare, that every battle, every challenge that I face is handled in the spiritual before the physical, which flipped my world upside down. Because here I am trying to figure everything out and have an answer and like anticipate like all the things that could go wrong before I take action and all of that, right? Anxious future tripper. (laughs) So instead of doing that, spiritual warfare flipped that whole model on its head and let me know that, ooh, I'm armed and I'm prepared and I just go into things ready and in position. And things always work out for my good. 
right? So spiritual warfare, here's what it says in Ephesians 6.10. Again, this is the Passion Translation. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with God. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a power they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all of the armor that God provides so that you're protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance, like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies, and take the mighty razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers and pray also that God's revelation would be released through me every time I preach the wonderful mystery of the hope-filled gospel. Yes, pray that I may preach the wonderful news of God's kingdom with bold freedom at every opportunity. Even though I am chained as a prisoner, I am his ambassador. So powerful. There's also a devotional I love. It's from Priscilla Schreier called The Full Armor of God, but it's really allowing you to unpack the armor of God, that you are protected, that you do have protection to be putting on all day, every day, and to suit up in every day. So you can stay prayed up and suited up every day as you step out into the world. You're not just running around vulnerable and exposed. You are actually fully covered and protected if you choose to put your armor on. But that's not something that we know that we have sometimes. And it's not something that we always do and are diligent about. But when you do do that, that changes the level of safety and security you feel. And then the level of safety and security you access and can operate in. Huge huge. And then imagine if you practice that, if you practice being safe and secure, where you get that in your knower, like you just know that you know that you know that you're safe, you're secure, you're pre- you're protected, you're guided, you're provided for. Things are always working out with you. God contends with those that contend with you. God's an enemy to your enemies, right? When you know that, when you know that you are an anointed child of God, you will show up in the world differently. And you won't let the opinions of man infect you. You won't let the way other people choose to show up change you, kill, steal, or destroy things in your life or bring out the worst of you. 
you'll be able to show up differently and influence versus being infected. So I wanted to offer that to you today. I also wanted to share that the average person in life will conform. That's just how life is set up, right? And majority of the work that I do every day is just I help people shift their realities all day, every day. That's what I do. And greatness expands reality and creates a whole new reality. So I call, I hold up and I call people into their greatness. That's a very simple way to say what I'm doing all day, every day. But conformity is a form of cowardice, actually. And the culture that we live in, especially again, depending on what you're consuming, like if you're only consuming news and social media and the opinions of man, like you for sure are going to be a worried, anxious, chaotic person, 100%, without a doubt, because that's what you're consuming and that's what's loudest for you. And the culture will push you to the average if you're not actually like raising anything up to contradict that. If you're not careful, that's what you will move towards. That will become normal for you, right? Like you've heard the saying that is so overused now, but it's still true that you become like the five people that you surround yourself with, right? So if you don't like where their life is going, if you don't like how they, how they steward what they've been given, if you don't like how they treat other people, if you don't like uh, that they live in a poverty mindset, let's say, or if you don't like that they have a whole lot of pride going on, if you don't support what they value, if their values are different than you, then you don't want these to be your inner circle, right? Because your life will start to mirror what you surround yourself with, okay? So get conscious about the story you're telling yourself. The higher you climb, the more important it is to manage and cultivate the story that you're telling yourself. So I have an example of this. There was a woman that I knew in network marketing and she had a coaching question. So here's what happened. She was the top of her company for two years in a row. She literally was the top earner of her entire company and she just had this dream or this goal or this vision to be the top. She was like, I'm going to be the top of my company and I'm going to meet the CEO. And like she did that. However, when she experienced it, even for the second time, she realized, well, now what? Like I've climbed this mountain, like now what? Like this does not satisfy me anymore. This is not what I want to be pursuing anymore. This is not what is giving me life anymore. But now what? So she actually uh, sought coaching and decided to become certified as a life coach herself. Okay, so as she did that, she started running some groups and started stepping into that world after she got certified and was realizing that it was a lot harder than she expected and she wasn't getting the same reaction or the same response after just starting, right? So she gave herself a year and a half to try out what life would be like as a coach and she was finding that it was way harder than what she had established in network marketing. However, she didn't know, uh, she didn't desire to go back to network marketing. She didn't have the same passion there. She just did not desire that. So the coaching that she received was this, you left for a reason. And you've only been doing, like it took her around six, seven years to, to get to that level where she was able to become this top earner. And she's trying to get there in just a year and a half 
with a complete career change. So one, give yourself, well, one, realize that you made a decision on purpose. Two, yes, it's going to be hard. Like acknowledge that. So what? Like stay in the game, keep working at it. Right. And then three, give yourself some grace, right? Like you've only been doing this for a minute and there's no limit to what you can achieve here. Like you can constantly keep hitting new levels if you just stay on this path. So she just needed those reminders because she was starting to not manage her mind anymore. She was starting to, now that she didn't have the structure or the goals or the different milestones to hit that network marketing provided, she had to start creating those for herself and didn't develop the discipline to do it. And the thought that changed her life was that, in order to be a you know multi-million dollar coach, she has to do the work. She can't be one if she's not doing the work, which is actually managing her own mind and, and doing the hard things and showing up for it and believing herself despite what her circumstances were showing her, which she was getting nervous that she wasn't making the same level of income that she was accustomed to. Okay. So hopefully that is a encouragement for somebody, but the higher you climb, the more important it is to manage and cultivate your inner life. That's why you'll see that all of these top entrepreneurs, leaders, they have one thing in common. They all have a coach. Okay. So get conscious about the story that you're telling yourself. Life is never just black and white. And if you don't have a stable foundation, similar to what I was sharing earlier, it will make you search and grow, which is the neat part of it. That's the gift that it gives you. When you don't have a stable foundation, you will start to look for it. And you'll start to try to really seek what is home? Where do I find this place of stability? How do I get that? How do I cultivate that? It will make you more curious, okay? Because we really do inherit what's happening in our environments if we're not careful, we can inherit people's beliefs as well. So we have to carve out a new identity and new beliefs, something that we can actually exceed and live up to. And that's what the word of God offers us, right? We actually have identity from God. And with the word of God, we have all the provision that we need. And as we are reading the word of God and feeding on it, we're transformed because our mind is being renewed. And when our mind is being renewed, our soul is actually being renewed and cultivated as well. So that is super, super powerful. And if you think about it this way too, just something that that I often use as motivation is that we're most qualified and equipped to help the people we used to be. So every time you overcome a challenge or you're able to testify about victory in area of your life, you can go back and help the person that you used to be. So, so powerful. And it's a gift to really help you connect with other people. So I know when people have offered me compliments of like, how do you know that? Or like, you always know what to say or whatever the beautiful words that they might reflect back to me are. It's because I've been hurt in these areas and I've developed in these areas and I've overcome in these areas, right? And I'm able to share wisdom from breakthroughs and from healing and from revelation of God, from having gone through and chose to grow through what I've gone through, okay? And what I can tell you is that it will make you a better problem solver. And when you become a better problem solver, it's not that the problems become less, that's never true, or the challenges suddenly become, 
you know, less. That's not true at all. But when you become a better problem solver, it makes it easier to evolve. Like you're not afraid of the risk in the same way. You're not afraid of the problem. You don't run from it. Like you know to lean into it. You know that while it's unclear how this is going to evolve, you know it's going to evolve in your favor. And you just show up and you run at it versus away from it. And growing out of pain, I will tell you, is the hardest thing you will ever do, period. It is the hardest thing you will ever do, and it's what some people simply are just unwilling to do. So not everybody will go on this journey, but when you go on this journey, you will meet people that are your teachers, that are your guide, that are your coaches, that will just encourage you to keep going. And it's important to know, too, that a lot of pain in your body is pain that is in your mind and in your emotions. So healing on the inside is what allows healing on the outside, okay? And you really can access and create great shifts and change your reality and then change the reality of those around you, right? Because while you can't change other people as much as people try to do that, you can change yourself and that will change your relationship with other people, okay? So some things that I have found that are helpful are that you can program yourself with the word of God, okay? So where I was somebody that was faithless, right? Like I was living my life without faith. I can program faith into my being by reading the word of God, by studying it, by meditating on it day and night, by hearing sermons, by staying prayed up, right? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, not just anything, hearing the word of God. So I can program myself by developing faith in me. And as I develop faith, I can develop that relaxed, peaceful home state, where I am safe, where I'm secure, where I'm supported, where I'm guided, where I'm protected, right? And then as I do that, in that state, I can vision and I can picture and really feel, right? And get revelation about how God wants to use me that day or what God is up to or how he's going to meet a need or exceed a need in my life, right? And I can repeat this a few times every day. So I can focus and then obsess, (laughs) Is the way that I like to say it. I can focus on what God is doing and then like obsess on it for a few minutes every day. And that's starting to make that vision stronger, right? Where it says in the word in Habakkuk, write the vision to make it plain. As I focus, as I meditate, as I really obsess on what God is doing, that becomes more real for me. So you see, you feel, you believe, and then you kind of just let it go, right? So As we're praying, as we're stirring up our faith, we start to see something. We start to feel it in our being. We start to believe that it's possible. And then we let the how go to God, right? Like I see it, so now I can believe it. And now I can just trust that it's so. It's inevitable. It's happening. Like it's done, right? Amen is like, yes, finished, agreed, right? So anytime you're praying a prayer, like you're sealing it with in Jesus name, amen. Like you're sealing it, like it's done. Now go act like it. Like expect God to show up, right? So you can actually program yourself in that way. And your inner being, right, your mind will start to accept it. Your heart will know it. And then emotionally you will feel it like it is true. And then you'll start living like that. And it's a short period of time then until it happens. So really life can seem like a mind game that you're playing with yourself. And a key here is to let go, which is what God is able to do. He can restore the years the locusts have eaten. He can give us double for our trouble. He can redeem the time, which is one of my favorite things, right? Like 
man, it feels like I wasted so many years doing X, Y, or Z, or if I only knew this earlier, we might say things like that, but God redeems the time and he restores the years of locusts of Eden. But he does this as we let go of baggage and teach our mind his wonderful new. That's why it's important. You can hear, oh, yeah, 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 I know. It's supposed to renew my mind. Cool, great. But if you don't do it, then you don't actually receive the wonderful new in your life. And as you renew your mind, that's how you're releasing your the stronghold of the old in your life. You're not telling the same story anymore. You're actually receiving the wonderful new, being encouraged by the wonderful new, and then telling a new story. That's why I love and teach the prophetic, right? Because the prophetic is always revealing what is to come and gives you hope about the future and foresight about the future. So it's really, really important. Your energy is everything and energy is following your thoughts. Okay. So the whole idea with getting to this place of home is being able to cultivate the right energy so that you can think right and act right in the world, right? Because too many live in what they can see only, right? Like my life is just my reality and I just keep repeating my reality over and over. But the supernatural is actually where we change things. So we learn to direct energy in the non-physical, okay? So we're not living by history and by memory. We're actually living by imagination and by vision, right? Or by wisdom and revelation and discernment and by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So we consciously or intentionally pursue this and we start using our own vibes, our own electricity, if you will, to keep God's light on in us, right? We are a light. We are his light in the world. We are his ambassadors. We keep our armor on. We keep our light on. We keep our love on. We stay prayed up and we keep showing up like that every day, and we move then from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Okay, so this is human behavior business. Okay, and this is really how we, we access greater things so that we can live in our purpose and do the work that we're here to do. And most of this comes down to the story we tell ourselves. If we're telling ourselves that we're not safe, that we're not secure, we have to go look for that in the world. And the world will never deliver that to you ever, right? Instead, what we need to do is dig into the pain that we have and start letting go of it because our mind can only focus on one thing. And if it's only rehearsing pain or the stories of what have happened to us, we have no room for the wonderful new. That's why it says in the word of God, forget the former things. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Will you not perceive it? Well, the answer is no. Like if you're just holding on to the old things, your mind cannot focus on the new things. So we've got to get the garbage out, okay? And we'll never be done. We don't just like arrive. There's always, we all have our areas and we all have these things that we need to be working on. That's why you definitely want to be kind and give grace to people because we all are really doing the best we can. We just don't always have the tools or we don't always know what's available. That's why a podcast and some of the materials that are, are out there are to help you, help you to seek this self-education so you can evolve. Okay, because a lot of evolution comes down to the story we're telling ourselves and the patterns we live. And the patterns are coming from often unconscious habits. And sometimes they change from these conscious habits. But like your life is a result of your habits. And so it'll start changing as you change your habits. Okay, so if you think about it, if you've constantly been living in a fight or flight pattern where you're unsafe and when you're insecure 
and, you, and life is just hard and a struggle. That's the story that you're telling yourself. You need a new reality and you need to imagine it and meditate on it and renew your mind to it day and night until it becomes real for you because you can change your story and you can build new programming into your being until it's real. And our mind will always move towards what it's most familiar with. It will gain evidence for it. And then it happens. So just like you can prophesy negative in your life or like your old story over and over, you can prophesy the wonderful new and what is true as well. The effort will be the same. The results will be different. So identity and confidence are what we need. And those are found in God. Okay? Even at the top levels of life. Your identity is your most critical story inside of you that shapes everything you see. You hear and see with your story, right? So some people can be experiencing the same thing and have a totally different story about it because they're seeing and hearing from the story that they're telling themselves. It's the most precious part of you. You need an identity and a belief system that supports you. And most of us just don't have it because of the story that we were cultivated in, whatever it happens to be. Most of us don't have it. The core of who we are is looking for identity. And when we get clear with who that is, that changes everything. And it starts to feel lighter, right? We start to move in a lightness of being. We start to to live our lives and it starts to seem like life does get easier. So the reality is we don't all see the same world. We need to put a new belief system in to find a new way to win and make great decisions that match what it is that we desire and that we're here for. It's, it requires us to choose faith over fear. And it's very much a different vibrational frequency. That's why I say vibes, God's vibes matter, right? Like how God thinks and how I think are often not in alignment. How I feel versus like what reality is are often not in agreement. What I'm storing up in my heart versus what's possible for me aren't always the same thing, right? So faith is a very different vibrational frequency or electricity than fear, okay? But you can turn fear into faith and jealousy into prosperity. You can shift energy into another form. I always like to say, God, convert this into energy that you can use, (laughs) I don't know how to do that right now, but I know it's possible and I know you can do it. So convert this into energy that I can use or that you can use, right? Change this. Get me out of the way. Shift this in your favor. Work it for my good. Help. (laughs) Right? And he does. It's beautiful. So if you knew it were as as, as good as done now, if you knew it was as good as done now, how would you show up? Think about that. The same thing with if you knew that you were safe and secure, that you are home and that you create that place of safety and security for others, how would you show up differently? That is available to you. And I just want to offer that today. If you have been displaced in some way, if you felt rejected, abandoned, if your home has been in chaos or you've never had a safe place to land, perhaps that place is with God. It's your relationship with God and it's what you can cultivate inside of yourself and come home to every day and as often as you need. It's always available to you. That will make you unstoppable. There's nothing like it when you get that sense of identity and confidence within. And then from there, what you can start doing is change your story. And when you change your story, you change your life. And a lot of what our life is, is the story that we're telling ourselves and the patterns that we're living. 
And it all starts with your mind. It all starts with a vibration, a thought. How you think affects how you start to feel and it affects your behavior. And when you just reinforce these patterns over and over again, patterns of thinking, patterns of feeling, patterns of behavior, that is your life. Right? Where you are now is a result of how you've been patterned and the story that you've been telling yourself. But you can change that. And that's why coaching is so powerful because you actually get to encounter what's possible and step into it. You get to reprogram yourself to step into new realities and new levels. And when you do that with God, nothing shall be impossible with for you. It's amazing. God starts it impossible all the time. So I just want to encourage you to think about that. Really look into how you've been defining home and what that means. And try on this new perspective or this new thought and see if that works for you. And then also consider the story you've been telling yourself. Is it the wonderful new? Is it going to allow you to step into who you're here to be and what you're here to create? Perhaps it's time for a new story and you can partner with God and ask him what that is. And then as you recognize and start getting revelation about that story, you'll start to get downloads about who you get to become to create that reality, how you're going to program yourself, right? Somebody programmed by faith is very different than somebody programmed by fear, right? Somebody programmed by faith gets very different results than somebody programmed by fear. But that is something that doesn't happen randomly. Okay, so I encourage you to save this message, to share this message, to re-listen to this message, and also to get the coaching that you need. If you are maybe confused or unsure where to start, I do offer free discovery calls. You can find out about that over at julianapage.com. And there's other great resources there too. If you're just starting your faith journey or you want some refreshing, there's books and other tools over at julianapage.com as well. So go check that out. And until next time, stay blessed.